1: Oh, Recorded live. Ladies and gentlemen, double 3.
0: market is full of cash and blame <laughs> greatness is my
2: only destiny <laughs> hello everyone welcome to three count thursday here on ngsbsports.com where we never stop it is Thursday, April 30th, 2015. Tomorrow is the month of May, and that is the music from TNA's EC3, Ethan Carter Third. He was featured in the main event of the LCW event in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, that we were part of the brand-new pre-show. Uh, we talked about it. Uh, we previewed the show a little bit last week on this show. We're going uh, to talk about that and, and much, much more here tonight. I'll uh, Just remind everyone about NGSCsports.com. Check out the, the, the shows. Check out all the content, the written content. There's so much stuff on the site. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you podcast us uh, on Spreaker and iHeartRadio by searching NGSC. Also visit WrestlingInformant247.com. We are part of a 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week pro wrestling station. It is online showcasing some of the best wrestling radio shows and podcasts on the web today so make sure you check that out wrestling informant 24 you can also podcast this show directly by searching three count thursday on your podcast store you can follow us on all of our social medias at three count thursday on twitter and instagram and com slash three count thursday that's always the number three count thursday if you want to call and talk to us during the show you can do that by calling 724- 724-444-7444, The call ID is one three five one three eight. Again, 724-444-7444, The call ID one three five one three eight. Without further ado, going to bring in our co-host Ryan. Ryan, welcome in, buddy. How are you?
3: Hey, thank you, me, Jim. I am doing great tonight. Always a pleasure to join you each and every Thursday night to talk some pro wrestling.
2: Very good. And and joining us in the in the first hour here is our is our guy that usually works behind the scenes with us and as our stat guy Matt uh but since he was part of the pre-show with us and uh was on last week to preview Extreme Rules we're going to bring him in to talk about the LCW event and uh Extreme Rules Matt how are you?
0: I'm doing well guys I'm still kind of coming down off a big wrestling weekend so I'm pumped to be on the show and looking forward to recapping the weekend.
1: Yeah and, and and what a weekend it was uh
2: you know we we talked about the LCW show we previewed the LCW show here um last week and and all all you know Thursday night Friday night uh I couldn't sleep uh really didn't sleep a whole lot I was so excited to to get to Saturday um and 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 really the whole day just kind of soaking in um you know being a part of the show like we'll we'll talk about the matches and and everything but you know, being part of the show, being you know, being in the back, um, you know, I, I from from the time I was like four years old, wanting to be in the wrestling business, and you know, doing this podcast has been cool enough, but actually being a part of a wrestling show and being backstage and interacting, you know, with wrestlers and and you know, seeing the way a, a, a production goes into, um, you know, into putting a show on, it, it was just. You know, it, it was almost indescribable, and, and and you know, I I I, I still don't think I, I've totally come down from uh, from Saturday, Ryan. How do you feel about it?
3: Yeah, Jim, uh, I think you hit it nail on the head. We just really haven't come down from it yet. Um, as soon as I got over here to uh, to start going live with the show, I had said, man, it's had a really really good week so far. Um, not that work has been great or anything has really changed in my life, but it was just a really really cool experience. Um, that we all got to experience um saturday night at l c w um and one of many i hope uh one of very many um had a really good time uh the experience of just like you said seeing how the show is put together um catching up with with some friends um that were in the crowd uh that didn 't really know that that we were into the into pro wrestling that i didn't know they were into pro wrestling um was really cool to uh you know find some new wrestling fans amongst friends that I've already had. So, man, what an awesome experience. And what really a, a really class organization LCW is. Uh, just just a great, great time. And like I said, hope it's uh,
1: our first show of many uh, pre-shows that we can do with LCW. Yeah, Ryan, it, it, it really was it, was. it was a really cool thing
2: um and and yeah talking about you know the class of the whole organization and and you know i mean it's been around for a few years now but you know the way everything just ran so smoothly you know and and so seamlessly you know it was it was really um a, a credit to to the whole crew at, at LCW um you know a great setup at the lancaster host you know great vendors um you know you had you had interaction with the superstars and and, and the fans um, you know, just just an awesome awesome atmosphere, Matt. Um, you know, for you, you know, you, you heard about our you know our feeling on you know what was what was your overall feeling about uh, about the show and the environment at LCW?
0: Uh, I mean, it was really cool to get there beforehand. Uh, you know, we we showed up, I want to say four hours before the doors even opened to the public. So um, I mean, just to be there beforehand and you know see. See the guys as they're walking in, get to meet them, uh, get to see them warm up and do some training in the ring and see what goes on, you know, in terms of the setup of the ring and the, the equipment and everything. It was just, just a really cool experience for me to kind of, you know, because, I mean, we, we've we all watched wrestling our whole lives, and, and you don't really know what all goes into, you know, just even an indie show like that. So to, to even imagine it at a bigger stage, just overwhelming and uh, to see, you know, the setup and then, you know, the crowd start pour, pouring. It was just a really exciting day for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it really was. Let's talk
2: about some of the matches. I mean, we're not going to go down the entire card. Um, you know, if there's anything that, um, any parts of the show that, that I missed that, that you guys thought was, uh, you know, stand out or you, you want to talk about, but, but the opening match, I thought, you know, we talked about this one, uh, was the untouchable Kevin Murphy, uh, with Miss Buku Bucks. They're part of the Hollywood's finest faction, uh, took on, uh, you know, the, the, the tall skinny nerd Dexter McPoint Dexter, uh, with the stipulation that if, uh, that if McPoint Dexter won, he, he wins a date with Miss Buku Bucks. And indeed, uh, you know he he did he did in fact win, so um you know you know that that kicked the show off you know it, it, he, you get the you get the baby face getting over uh, to start the show, kind of a crowd favorite there. Um, you know, really, I mean every match you know that you know i I sat there, and even if I tried to be critical about it, there really wasn't a bad bad match on the card. I thought you know everyone was a little bit different. Uh, all, had, all had different strengths to them. Um, but, uh, you know, this one started off well, got the crowd involved.
3: Yeah, it sure did, Big Jim. Uh, great, great match, uh, both of them, McPoint-Dexter and, uh, and Kevin Murphy, put on a, a really, really good show. Um, I'd, I'd love to follow up. Uh, everybody knows Buku uh, Bucks was our diva of the week last week heading into the LCW show. I'd love to follow up with her, get her take on, on the date, whenever the date happens. Um, if the date actually happens. I'd love to follow up and, and get, get her take on, on the date uh, and a night on the town with, uh, with Dexter McPoindexter. Um, and Jim, you're right. I mean, you can go top to bottom. I don't think there was a bad match at all. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I definitely want to cover the tag match um, briefly real quick before we send it over to Matt. Here's a tag match of two brand-new teams that the LCW has never seen. You had the Cash Masters versus, uh, I believe it was Total Impact. Sudden impact. sudden impact, Sudden Impact, I'm sorry, Sudden Impact. Um, fantastic match. Had me uh, hooked from the back the entire time watching it on the monitor. If you get a chance, there's a video of it floating around on YouTube. I'll throw it up on the Facebook page. Uh, it's Facebook.com slash Three Count Thursday. Um, the finish of the match, right around the 14-minute mark, was just fantastic. Uh, I don't know, if it was a, a curb stomp sort of thing from the top. Great tandem to move. But um, I'm going to throw it up on the Facebook page uh, while we're on the show, actually. Um, I'll try to throw it up right now, but uh, Facebook.com, it's Slash Three Count Thursday. Give the video a watch, Uh, just a really, really solid tag team match. Uh, And and they had the crowd invested with them, and these are, again, they've never wrestled in front of this crowd. So that speaks volumes to how, how good of a crowd Saturday's show was. I think it was over, what, 600 65 people
2: close to 700 i believe i
3: mean that's a fantastic number for for a lancaster championship match i mean this this rod uh the one that's coming up um should should be even bigger um but uh great 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 matches to start and again i can't pick a bad match from the entire night matt your your take on, on the first few
0: matches I mean, there's just some great gimmicks in the first few matches. I mean, the Hollywood's Finest group is, is just hilarious, and they and uh, I mean, Dexter McPoindexter is, is already one of my favorite, you know, characters to to be in the indie wrestling scene, and that includes uh, Harry Santos from ACW. But um, that tag match, I have to agree with you, Ryan. It was just <laughs> it was just phenomenal stuff. Um, I mean, to... To see how flawless those guys were in the ring, um, you know there may have been been a slip or two, but I mean this this is uh, you know basically a house show and they they put on you know a, a five star match in my opinion and, and you know for both of them to be debuting and to put on that caliber of a match is just
1: it's very impressive to me. Yeah, that the, the finish of that match, I know.
2: Um, you know, when we saw it, you know, we, you know, we were in the back and, and, you know, when we saw it and then to go back and, and, and see it again on video, every time you see it, it's it just, it's, it's just great, great tag team work, um, you know, and, and for, for guys like us that have been wrestling fans for, you know, basically our entire lives to, to see something that you never have seen and to see it, you know, to see it, I mean, basically in our backyard is, is something that, you know, is so cool. You know, you don't, you don't necessarily, I bet that I said we wouldn't necessarily expect it, but, um, that, that we saw saw something that we never saw before was just, it, it was incredible. And it, and it was such a cool finish. The, 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 of that tag match. And, and, you know, tag team wrestling is something we've talked about as almost a lost art when you're talking about the, the, you know, the big, the big shows. Um, it's, it's, it was just awesome. It was an awesome tag team match and an awesome, um, you know, and, and an awesome start to the show, got the crowd into it. Um, you know, I know we were told by, uh,
3: uh
2: we, we we were told going into it that you know the the crowd's very active. The crowd's gonna let you know when you, when you do things right, when you do things wrong. They're very interactive, and um, and they were from from even even during the pre-show, which you know for, for us from our end, you know, and, and and I already can see the ways that I can improve what I did uh, on the pre-show and what I didn't do. But there was even crowd interaction with us, and it was the first time. That we were we were doing that, so it was a, it was a great crowd uh, uh, as well. I definitely want to make sure we get that out there that that we were so uh, thrilled to have a crowd that was uh, was so great. i think I think that when we got to the back, a couple of the guys were talking to us, they said, know yeah, how do you think it went?" I said, oh, some people interacted with us, and we didn't get booed.
3: so in my book it was pretty good right, We didn't get booed out, which was, which was fantastic so so we we'll called that a win for our first show. obviously had a little bit of nerves, um, you know podcasting. Um, and, and we do live shows, so we, the element of live is not the issue. But you know, in front of 600 people, it's a different uh, environment than, than in the L.C. Or, I'm sorry, the uh, the three counters big Studio, anything like that. So uh, definitely some nerves, but uh, I think instantly, you know, we're all you know professional enough so to go backstage and be like, man, I, I should have done this differently, or I could have done this better. Um, so it's, it's something that's only going to get better. It's going to be more interactive. Um, I'm very very excited about it. And hey, just a quick shout out: we we brought up Sudden Impact. Uh, the opening tag match. If you watched Raw, you actually caught one of the sudden impact team members. His name's Patrick Clark. Um, part of his Tough Enough video, they aired as part of the promo, which was pretty cool. Uh, so to kind of tie in everything that happened this weekend, uh, supporting indie wrestling and then watching Raw, um, you caught some of Patrick Clark's Tough Enough um, entrance video. And he has a profile now up on Tough Enough, www.toughenough.com. Or uh, whatever the website is. So, uh, good luck to him and his tag partner as well, um, Lil G, I believe, uh, also uh, submitted a video to uh, to Tough Enough. So, hopefully, we can see more from these guys in the future.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, very good stuff. Um, we'll talk about some of the matches that had, like like we did last week, had some of the more recognizable faces to the to the mass audience, but. One of the ones that, uh, that stood out to me matches of the night was the, uh, rotten core title, the bad apple armor sponsored rotten core title match, uh, hybrid Sean Carr defending his title against, uh, the wrestler of the millennium, Louis G. Rich hybrid Sean Carr. This is actually the second time we've seen him. He was at the ACW show that we attended, um, uh, what a month and a half ago, um, this guy's unreal. I mean, uh, I I've, I was, you know, I was impressed when we saw him at the ACW show uh, again just the, the 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 match he put on, you know, the the, the quality of work that uh, that that he had um you know, again th- this past Saturday was, was was just off the charts. He, he incredible. I mean, it, almost Speechless. I can't think of the the right adjectives to uh, to describe him.
3: No, you're right. And, and it was one of those matches. Again, we can go kind of to go back to the ACW when we talked about that show. He um, was part of the uh, the high flying four way match that uh, you know just really you know blew away the entire night um, and and really really stole the show that night. Um, and and the guy uh, the guy the guy carrying the uh, the bad apple belt for a reason. You um, know they put a belt on the guy because he's fantastic. He's really, really is a good wrestler, um, and 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 it was a great, solid match, start to finish as well. Um, again, I, it, I, I if I was told you have to pick a, a low spot in in the night, I, I don't know if I could pick one. I don't know what the low spot of the night would be because I I couldn't come up with one right now. Matt, what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean. Uh... As the night progressed, it, I mean, there there wasn't, you know, we joke about, you know, during RAW there's the bathroom break match, there, there wasn't really any of that um, during the show, and so, I mean, it's great that they have an actual intermission so you can actually go use the restrooms because the matches are also great. You don't want to leave during any of them and miss any of the action, and um, I mean, that title match was just um, a thing of beauty in my opinion. I mean, it was just like those two guys put on a great program and it, I mean, the fans were eating up. I was eating up from the backstage. It was just um, a joy to watch. I mean, I, I mean, we got in for free, but I mean, I wouldn't mind paying to see any of those matches, you know, even individually. Cause they were all just so good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, would, Would not, uh, you know, and and for the the price
2: of admission to these LCW shows, um, easily, easily worth the money. Probably worth more than what you're paying to get in the door there. Um, Just absolutely, absolutely um, phenomenal, great show. Some of of the names on the card that that more people, you know, and a broad audience recognize. uh, The franchise Shane Douglas uh, took on uh, Eddie Valentine. Uh, the, the, the match that, you know, I enjoyed and we'll talk about obviously, uh, as you heard the intro music, uh, EC, EC three, uh, was in the main event, but, uh, the perfect owner, Jason Smith, who, who is, you know, the Vince McMahon of the, of LCW and his tag team partner, LCW, uh, Lancaster heavyweight champion Snitsky, uh, took on the chairman of the championship committee, Chance Tucker and Rhino kind of in a, uh, I don't want to say mixed tag, it, it, you know, because you have it, it, you have the the two wrestlers and the two you know like front office guys uh, in the match. So um, really, really entertaining match. Uh, Snitsky and the Perfect Owner just get unbelievable heat. Um, I mean, it's it, it's truly, uh, you know, I, I joke about him being the Vince McMahon, but you think about like the corporation and the authority when 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 you when you get that huge heel heat. That's exactly what they have. Um, great match. Uh, chairman Chance Tucker and, and Rhino got the win, so they now control the uh, LCW Heavyweight Championship Committee. That was a stipulation on the match. But, um, you know, just, just good, good stuff. Really, it really was. Chance Tucker gave, uh, gave the perfect owner a, a uh, stunner to win the match and, and um, finished it off. But got you know that that was the match. I believe that one was the one coming out of the intermission, was it not?
3: I, I think so. And yeah. then uh, there was the one match uh, in between that, and then the EC3 match. Yeah. Um, so it got
2: it got the crowd re-engaged right away out of the intermission, which was awesome. Um, Matt, you know what? What, what were you, 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 Ryan? Your guys' thoughts on the match?
3: Man, I tell you what. And, and and let's just go back for a second. Um, we're talking about shows, general admissions, $10 in advance, $12 at the door. Um, if, if you struggle coming up with 10 um, you know, you have to figure out a way to do it because it's, it's totally, totally worth the $10. Um, it's worth the $12. Uh, I think we have VIP front row tickets that are like 15 that get you front row tickets um, to these shows. It's it's absolutely worth it. Um, the, the perfect owner... And, and Chance Tucker, just the following that they had, if they would have had that match, Jim, I think that would have been enough heat and 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 face, uh, mm-hmm. and, and enough of a draw to really want to see, have people watch that match. Uh, but once you added Rhino and Spitzky into the fold, it was uh, just a mess that had potential to be off the hook. Uh, I, th- I think, like you said, it was the one coming back from an intermission, um, which is always kind of a tough spot to be in, but... Uh, Man, picked the crowd right back up, and, and and the crowd was invested for the rest of the evening. Um, just a solid – again, man, I can't stress how solid of a card this was. Matt, your your take on uh, on this match, and then we, they had the, the altar of winning with Andy Weinberg, and then, uh, Jim, I guess we're going to touch up on EC3 just to close out this segment.
2: Yeah, that's what we'll do. But, Matt, uh, yeah, what were your thoughts?
0: Uh, I mean, it was really cool to even interact with, with Chance Tucker before – the show even started. He came out during our, you know, panel, and you know, uh, gave us some insight on the match. So that was really cool to just interact with him before we even got to see him perform. And then, I mean, he hit a beautiful stunner from finish. Um, great match, and I can't, I can't say enough about Andy Weinberg. I've said it to him. I said it to you guys. I mean, that the promo he cut during that match was just—it was unreal how good he was at getting that crowd. Be furious at him. I mean, he—he just—he's a great, great promo cutter, and I—I I can't praise him enough. You know, I've—I've I've said it to him on his Facebook page this week a couple times, just how much I
1: enjoyed that promo before that match. Yeah, I do actually. One, one more other other match I want to talk about it is probably
2: the guy that, um, I, I would say arguably had the, had the best. Uh, got over the you know was over the most of the crowd was the the red scorpion mark hazel is is one of the local favorites there um and and he took on the german hammer joseph von schmidt um probably i i would think i would argue was was the, the most physical match of the night two big strong guys um you know great spots you know had had interaction outside of the ring actually had a a, a double count out uh what was the finish there and and um and they just uh, just put on a you know real good real good match you know had had some of the you know you know grab some popcorn out of, you know, out of somebody's hand throw it on the other guy you know throw throw a cup of soda or something a guy in one of the and in, 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 uh I think Hazel did that to to um, Joseph von Schmidt. So, so that you yeah, know that, that was a, there was that, some
3: beer and some soda and some yeah some I mean it, it, thrown it was, around it was after a, that
2: match it was a fun interactive physical match and I I, I thought. You know, that one is really good, and and like I said, one of the guys that's really, really arguably the the biggest um, local favorite in in LCW in in Mark Hazel.
3: James, I think you're absolutely right. He's got to be one of the most over-wrestlers in in the LCW right now, Um, former LCW heavyweight champion. Um, and they've, They've announced some of the card, correct, for the next show?
2: I, b- I believe so. Yeah.
3: Already, okay. I think I think he found himself the next show. I think he's earned himself a spot in in the heavyweight title picture again. Um, I, I'd have to find where the card got to, uh, for for ne- the next show. Uh, but I believe. <clears throat> excuse me. We have. Uh, it has been announced that as a triple threat match. For the Lancaster heavyweight championship. Snitsky will defend against Rhino and the Red Scorpion Mark Hazel. I so, believe
2: so, and, and, and uh, you know, so that that's good for you know for for Mark Hazel to find himself back in the in the title picture. I
3: know uh, you know he he is a former LCW champion, correct? I, I, yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. And again, what what great promos these guys cut him and uh, Joseph Von Schmidt, you know, before the match, just just really really solid promos. Uh, these guys are true professionals, um, you know, in, in every aspect of it. Again, it's it's totally worth the ten bucks. Um, you know, and these guys, like you said, these guys are local. I know uh, they have a new promotion coming out. Uh, it's called Legacy Wrestling. It's coming up in the Hershey area. Um, Mark Hazel is wrestling with the tag team, the Bloodbound Warriors. And he's t- actually taking on uh, Team CK, which is Cage, and Sean Carr, who is the LCW Rotten Championship, or Champion. So, again, just what an awesome hotbed Lancaster County and then the whole surrounding area is for independent wrestling and good independent wrestling
2: yeah absolutely and
3: let's talk about the main event here wrap up this segment
2: here in, in a couple of minutes it was uh tna superstar ethan carter the taking on another local favorite ed house um you know if you, if you don't follow lcw on, on facebook and twitter you should do that uh facebook.com slash lancaster championship wrestling at lcw pro on twitter um, because, you know, building up to their shows, you know, they, they have, they have promos from superstars, uh, and, and EC3, actually, I know Matt talked about it last week, um, had, had sent a video in from, you know, from, from a, you know, from a bar or something when, while he's out on the road. So, um, you know, really cool, um, you know, to, to, and, and, and to meet him, uh, you know, was really, really cool. I mean, meeting all, all the superstars and, and officials and, uh, ring announcers and everybody that, that we got to meet, but, uh you know one of the things that stood out to me and the match was great um you know ec c three got the win but but what what stood out to me ryan was you know you know seeing it seeing a guy um you know so interactive you know w- w- with the people because, you, you know you honestly don't know you know you you hear horror stories of people who have met uh you know met superstars that have been in w w e or been in w c w or or TNA, or you know, even even like Ring of Honor and ECW, you hear these horror stories of these guys that just act like they are above and beyond the common people. And you, and you, you know, I've heard stories from people that you know they they've worked on shows and they see these guys they just sit in the corner by themselves and they they don't want anything to do with anybody. But you know, EC3 was the complete opposite of that, that. Is very interactive with the people. Um, you know, you watch you know watch the show on the monitor in the back and and was just was to me was was just awesome, and it was awesome to meet him. Um, and and a guy that you know, you and I, I know, I've talked about it on our show here. Not only is is he uh, the the top heel in in TNA, but I think is is one of the better heels in professional wrestling today. Um, and his ability to get people to hate him uh, is so good. And, and it was a great match at house, and he. You know, tore down, tore down the house. Uh, no, you know, pun intended there. Um, to to close out the show, um, perfect, perfect matched it to end end the show on. Uh, Ryan will let you, you know, give your final thoughts on that, and and then Matt his. Yeah, we had
3: uh, EC3 picking up the victory there, uh, going over Ed House, but really putting Ed over then at the end with with a great promo. Um, uh, from from what I had heard, it was probably one of the last people to leave. The Lancaster Host Resort on Saturday night uh, stayed stayed by met every fan. I know we got to uh, interact with him briefly after um, the dust settled and everybody was kind of finished. We uh, you know, had a few words with him. So fantastic! Um, you know, it's funny that that they have in, in TNA the uh, the Do wrestle chance um, and, and such a great great comeback uh, that he has. And it's actually we uh, I disagree. We, we, uh, we both I disagree. I'm very good. Um, we, you know, we both picked up those shirts actually from him, the you can't wrestle. And then I'll back, it says, I disagree. I'm very good. Um, cause the guy can wrestle. He's a fantastic heel. He just has a really good way of just picking on somebody's nerves. Um, and we talk at great length a couple of weeks ago, uh, when he faced rockstar Spud on impact, um, and bloodied him up. It's such a, just a great, great match. Um, you know, a match with, with, with the color. Um, and then just great heel moments at the end, um, when he was going to kind of shake his hand, I'm not going to cut your hair. Um, and then, and then just went full blown heel on everybody. But, uh Seems like a fantastic guy. Like and you said, he seems totally just into it the whole night. Um, you know, sat down, watched a lot of the matches in the back. Um, you know, was seen kind of just walking around. Just a really, just a, what an awesome guy he really was. So uh, a great, great uh, pleasure to meet with him uh, from from the LCW. Matt, uh, your take on, on and the main event match um, House versus EC3, and uh, and then your, your interactions with him as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, we had been backstage, kind of, you know, interacting with with everyone. Um, you know, getting a chance to talk to the refs, the other talent. Um, but I know the three of us went up then and, and sat at the at the table to watch the main event, and um, I'm glad we did. Um, not that we didn't watch the others, but we did on the monitor, but um, they put on a great show, and to see it, you know, that that up close was just awesome. And like you guys said, he's just he seems like a very humble guy. You know, it, he understands it you know, the kind of brotherhood there is in the wrestling community. And, you know, it, it, all night you could see him, you know, interacting with the other talents of LCW, you know, giving them tips, taking hints if, if people wanted to give them to him. I mean, he seemed very open to, to everything that people had to say to him. Um, and even coming over to us at one point and asking how the uh, the Rhino and Smithy match had ended. So even, you know, like you said, taking that interest, in the other matches just shows like here's a guy that that still has such a passion for the business that you know he's in one of the top companies in the business and he still um, sits and watches matches at an indie show because he just loves you know what he does and he wants to watch other people succeed in it too. So it's really rewarding to see that in a superstar like Ethan Carter the third because you never know what to expect.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and um you know, really it was just it was just a, a really
2: really um you know, really really awesome night. Uh you know, it, it it almost kind of sucks that the next one's a month away, but you know, it'll give us time to uh to settle down from this one, start thinking of ideas for the next one and, and getting ready because at the next one, which is uh, Saturday May 30th, um the 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 special guest that was announced you know if you follow us on Twitter at the recount Thursday Facebook.com/slash recount Thursday you'd already know this um, the the special guest that will be appearing is Rowdy Roddy Piper going to do a live uh, Piper's Pit during the show uh, so that has me so excited to you know to be um, a part of the same show. I'm not going to say on the card because we're obviously not on the card. We're the pre-show, but
3: we, we were no part of that, <laughs> nope.
2: but, uh, but to be, to be in the same building and to be a part of a show, uh, with Rowdy, Roddy Piper, uh, and it's our second one is, is, is pretty damn cool.
3: So I, I can't, I, I'm at a loss of words, honestly, for the whole Piper thing. Uh, just so, so excited about it. Like I said, they, they've announced a few matches, um, a three-way match for the, uh, for the heavyweight, Lancaster Heavyweight Championship. Um, Sean Carr will be defending the Rotten Core title against Shane Swerve Strickland. Um, we're also going to see the return of Eddie Smooth. He was one of ho- Hollywood's finest. Um, which, uh, so man, It's just, ah, oh, man. You know what? Clear your calendars, folks. Saturday, May 30th, Lancaster Host Resort. The Hot Rod. <laughs> freaking Rowdy Roddy Piper, folks. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. If yes. you're in the central Pennsylvania, hell, if you're in Pennsylvania, get there. Get there. Call you're in what you're doing. Maryland, get there. Saturday Delaware, night, get there. Lancaster Host Resort. New
2: Jersey, get there. Get
3: there. Right. Ohio, get you, you there. Have, Pittsburgh, I don't you, care. You,
2: you've, you've, you've been informed now. You have, you have a month from tonight, exactly one month from tonight. Uh, you know, you're know you aware now. There's no excuse. Um, and
3: I, I would normally say, you know what, find a sitter for the kids but but this is this is family friendly this is not family
1: friendly not like kids 12 East and under get in like free. free free no, nothing free. it
3: pays
2: nothing to get them in the door um so yeah get there be there we'll see you there um but uh you know i we're up here at the top of the hour we, we got to keep moving. we have plenty of stuff on the on the show tonight so let's keep plugging ahead here now um and talk about some WWE extreme rules just reminding everybody we are here on ngscsports.com, make sure you check out the site and uh, make sure you podcast it on uh, Spreaker and iHeartRadio by searching ngsc. Um, you know, let, let's talk about extreme rules. Um, it, it, it wasn't the best, it wasn't the worst. Uh, I, you know, that that's how I'll preface it. And and because there was a, there was some things on the card that absolutely exceeded my expectations. Uh, There were some matches on the card that greatly underwhelmed, in my opinion. So, um, you know, let's look at it. Uh, We'll we'll, we'll go through the card now. um, Last week, of course, the the question was, is Daniel Bryan going to be able to perform? The answer, excuse me, was no. Daniel Bryan not able to compete. So the Bad News Barrett match ended up being Bad News Barrett versus Neville. They moved that onto the pre-show, moved the tag team title match onto the main show. So we'll look at it. Obviously, we didn't get to predict the Neville versus Bad News Barrett match. Neville defeated him. It was a 10-minute and 36-second match, which is actually, if I'm looking at it correctly, um, not counting, of course, the ridiculous length of the Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper street fight. Um, it was the fourth longest match on the card. Uh, so, you know, that, that, that's right in there in the top half. Of the card for for Neville versus Barrett, and they've been doing a great job. We'll obviously talk a little bit more about those two when we talk about King of the Ring. Um, but a great way to start up the show. People love Neville. Um, I thought it was a great match, and it, you know, and, and we you know everybody wants to complain about the pre-show, but somebody pointed out to me last week or over the weekend on Twitter, and it kind of makes sense. Being that everything's on the network, is is the pre-show really any different than being on the main card. I mean, you just have to click something different on the network. It, you kind of have to change your thinking now that we're in the network era.
3: Yeah, honestly, it's, it's not that, that different. Um, if you just watch the live feed, the watch from now feed or whatever, uh, it'll just roll right in to extreme roll So you don't even have to click anything anymore. I mean, at least that's the way like, like the Roku's are set up. I know that, but, um, fantastic match, man. They are doing everything right with Neville right now. Um, you know, from from NXT and, and, and his championship there to the main roster, some some high profile matches, albeit losses, still high profile matches that, that get that get eyes on him. So so he's doing it right. Doesn't have to win all these matches. If he loses the match, for God's sakes, internet, it does not mean he's buried. Um, it's only a month on the main roster right now, and he's pre-showing quote unquote uh, a pay-per-view. So it's a, nothing wrong with the way they're doing Neville. He picks up the win over Bad News Barrett in a really, really solid match. And how awesome is that red arrow? Just what an
1: awesome finisher that is. Yeah, Matt, your thoughts on this one?
0: Yeah, I mean, like you said, they're doing everything right with Neville. It's like a complete night and day versus how the Ascension was handled and how Neville is being handled. Um, and, I mean, he's, he's, Getting over with the fans really early on, and a lot of it has to do with talent because the guy has a ton of talent, and, you know, everyone's going to really enjoy the, the aerial moves that he has in his moveset. But he's also just, um, I mean, he seems like an all-around complete wrestler. You know, he can sell well. Um, he has a very good moveset. You know, he's he's not all just flips. He can do technical stuff, too. And uh I'm I've been a huge Badney Barrett fan for a while, so to see those two lock it up in the pre-show, um it it was really exciting for me and, and they
1: put on a fantastic match. Yeah, absolutely. Now let's look on the main card. Dean Ambrose defeats Luke
2: Harper, Chicago Street Fight. Uh that opened the show. You know, they fought in the ring, went to the back. Uh, ended up getting in an SUV and driving off. Later, returning and finishing the match um, in in the arena. Uh, I would have liked to seen you know some on the street shot, like oh our cameras caught up with uh, caught up with the guys at the Italian Beef uh, place, or you know at at you know so, such and such pizza shop or something like that. Um, but I thought it was cool. You, you know, you leave then they come back and finish it. Kind of a, similar to the uh, Hollywood backlot brawl between Roddy Piper and and Goldust back at WrestleMania twelve. Um, so the match time comes in at 56 minutes and 10 seconds. So obviously, you know, it wasn't completely that, I mean, I, I, I wish I would have thought to stop and, and start a stopwatch, uh, for those, but, um, Ambrose gets the win. Uh, we all predicted that one. Um, uh, you know, I, I, thought the two guys worked really well. Uh, ne- you know, neither, you know, both guys came off looking pretty strong. Um, nothing, nothing bad, nothing great though, but, uh, but good solid match to open quote, open the show.
3: Yeah, it was a really fun match to open the show. Uh, I, I question the fact that they wrote him off in the car because I feel like the match was really gaining some, some positive momentum. The crowd seemed to be really into the brawling that they were doing. Um, and then you put the match on pause, which was awkward. Like, it was, it was just seemed really, really weird uh, for them to come back in. then it was after the New Day match, I believe, before the uh, the Cena Rusev, uh, match mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of when they brought him back in to 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 do a quick finish and it was a quick quick finish afterward it wasn't like they continued to brawl for another 5 minutes or 10 minutes and then you know finish the match it it just it just seemed awkward to me uh that they would kind of push pause on a really really hot match but uh like you said uh, Ambrose picking up the w over uh, Luke Harper and uh it would could have been
1: the match of the night but because they had the whole drive away thing uh it did not. Matt, your take on this one?
0: Um, I, I'm actually in the opposite mindset. I I thought the match was good, but um, I wasn't really into it until they left the arena. For you know, like I said earlier, it was, it's a Chicago street fight match. You know, I didn't even understand why the pinball had to happen in the ring if it's a street fight, but. Um, I, you know I, I like both the guys in the match but I, I wasn't really you know super jazzed about it until they, they left and made it an actual street fight and you know I know we didn't get to see what happened but just you know the idea that they're out there fighting in the street made it more you know I was more on board with it at that point
1: yeah you know I I I mean it
2: was something that was different I like Orion said, the Chicago crowd into it but uh you know both guys both guys did a did a did good work and and that's all you can ask especially when uh especially when you are kicking the show off with the at least with the initial start um Dolph Ziggler versus Sheamus in the Kiss Me Arse match we all predicted Sheamus he did not win um but uh, at the end you get the you know the heel you know going with the low blow making Ambrose, uh or excuse me making Z- ziegler end up kissing sheamus's arse um after the end ending there um you know I, I can't say enough about how much uh how well sheamus has done with the heel turn and, and coming back um you know c- coming back and with this new gimmick and new attitude I, I absolutely love it and and the way that uh the way that this match and and
1: this whole situation ended just continues down that road yeah it's it 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 was an okay
3: match it was a stupid uh stipulation in my mind the, the kiss me arse i guess it's fun to say kiss me arse but uh you know we're we're in the p g era there's not going to be any arses being kissed anymore it's like the old Vince McMahon kiss my ass club anything like that so uh, kind of a, a silly match I thought uh, it's kind of weird that 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 Dolph Ziggler still with the company after all of these news sites reported that uh, he sent the tweet out and that he's leaving uh, so good to see Ziggler still with us I guess um, <coughs> sarcasm but um, I mean I, I, it is good to see Ziggler with us I, I take that fact the sarcasm was, was from the news sites but uh, you know uh, I think I think Ziggler won. Um, technically correct, Ziggler technically picked up the W, but um, Ziggler ended up kissing
1: Sheamus's arse at the end of the match anyway.
0: Yeah, the gimmick of the match, I, I just couldn't really get behind. Um, but it, it was a solid match. I mean, I like I like both people that were involved, but I really like Ziegler And um, I mean, we've been begging for heel Sheamus for a while now, so now that we, we have him, I'm not going to complain, especially when he's been a great heel since his return. Um, but, I mean, the, the whole gimmick and the, the whole, you know, teasing, will he or won't he actually kiss the arse? That was a little drawn out, too, but I um, can't argue with the finish. You know, Dolph gets the win, but the heel Sheamus does heel things and, and really wants Scott with his head held on.
1: Yeah, um uh next match uh, like I said we all had that one wrong. Uh next match New
2: Day uh defeated Tyson Kidd and Cesaro to become the new tag team champions. Uh, we all got this one wrong as well. Um very very surprised that that New Day went over and got the uh got the tag team championships, but they did not do it in clean fashion. Uh you know, they 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 were you know pulling the the tricky uh, heel tactic to win win the match. I thought it was a a spectacular tag team match. Everybody can talk about how crappy the New Day gimmick is. It's changing, and I like the way it's changing. I'm, I, I, you know, I we, at least I did. I don't know how you guys thought. I think they should have been a heel from the start. Um, but uh, it's just an unbelievable for for in a world again where we talk about tag team. Uh, tag team champion or tag team matches are, are non-existent. This one completely showed how good tag team wrestling can be. Um, still today, phenomenal match from these two teams, and um, the, you know this obviously is not the last uh, last time we're going to see these two teams uh, match up, and um, and I, I can't wait till the next one to be honest.
3: I, I guess putting the belts on the New Day had to happen to, to legitimize them a little bit. Uh, I think people still looked at them as, as a joke uh, and didn't really buy into the talent that New Day had. So I see the necessity to put the strap on them. Uh, I don't think it had to happen now. I think Cesaro and Kid didn't have quite a long enough run. I'd like to see them hold it a little bit longer. Um, and again, not that it always has to be really, really long title reigns. Uh, I just thought... Uh, kid and Cesaro are good enough that they, they would be able to. And I get they lost it to some, some trickery, um, some, some heel tactics from the New Day. So, so I guess that adds to it. But uh, I, I was kind of surprised that the New Day walks out of Extreme Rules, your new WWE Tag Team Champions. Matt, uh, w- w- what's your take on the New Day? I know you're a big Kid and Cesaro fan, like the three of us. We, we are really over on them. Yeah. Um, so what's your take on the New Day walking away, your new Tag Team Champions?
0: Uh, I am a big Ken Cesaro fan, but I'm probably a bigger Kofi Kingston fan than I am a Ken Cesaro. Um, and so to to see him finally getting a gimmick that, you know, it's not, you know, here comes smiling Kofi. Um, you know, he's actually doing something and, you know, working as a, as a heel. Um, and when you have a guy like Big E who just gives off a, a heel vibe um, and a, a Xavier... Woods just has like this marminess to it. it's just it's a great heel stable, and I hope they they kind of stick this program for a while. Um, that being said, I would have liked to see Cesaro and Kid hold on to the belts for a little while longer, just because it was so frustrating to watch the Usos have the belts for so long that to take them off Kid Cesaro this quickly is uh, it's a little disappointing. But um, I'm going to wait and see what they have in mind for the future.
1: Um, but I'm on board at this point. Yeah, very good. Uh, next match was the, uh,
2: obviously you had the conclusion to the Chicago street fight, but uh, John Cena defeating Rusev in the Russian chain match. And Ryan, this is a match that uh, last week I, I was talking up and I had built up in my mind as something that I was very intrigued to watch. This match couldn't have disappointed me any more than it did I thought it was really boring, Um, and and I thought that the uh, I thought that 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 the you know I I, we all predicted Cena to win. So it's not that Cena won and and beat Rusev again that has me upset. It's that coming out of this match, it it did nothing to make Rusev look strong, and that's what bothers me about. I'm not and I'm not saying he's buried. So so tap the brakes. I'm not going to be one of these IWC smarts that sits there. And, and flashes the word uh, buried around because that's not what I'm saying. all I'm saying is, is is nothing happened in that match to make Rusev look strong and that's frustrating but but ryan the the one thing that coming out of it has been talked about i listen to um I listen to podcasts all day at work um wrestling podcasts, sports podcasts, and all the wrestling podcasts pointed out one thing about this particular match, and the way this match finishes you had because cause the interruption, anytime there was an interruption being a, of some sort of wrestling move to break up a guy hitting the four corners. Well, you had Rusev and Cena touch three, each touch three of the four corners. Then they went for the fourth corner. John Cena gave Rusev the F5 before hitting the fourth he, corner. So really. The A. Oh, yeah. What did I say? He said the F5.
3: Yeah.
2: Why do I keep the- doing that? Even when I was like tweeting with somebody about it this week. I almost did that.
3: You put, you put Brock Lesnar in the match, the match gets a whole lot better. <laughs> it
2: probably does. It probably is. It, yeah, it's definitely more brutal. Sorry, hits the AA, and then hits the fourth corner. So did John Cena really win that match? But either way, Cena is still the U.S. champion. This match, grossly,
3: grossly disappointed. Man, from start to finish, this match had me laughing. I mean, the goofy ass lights. Uh, lights that, were bad. That in the beginning, they were like, ah, 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 ah the lights weren't, they didn't turn them on off for, at, at the proper time. Uh, just, just, yeah, just an awful match. I mean, and that's the thing we, we predicted John Cena to win. So that shouldn't be the surprise. We, we predicted it to be uh, a brutal sort of match. It wasn't the chain was just kind of there. I, it just, it lacked anything. I hate to say it, but the match in my opinion sucked. Like the worst match of the night was turned in by Rusev and John Cena, which, um, People can jump all over, oh, John Cena can't wrestle. No, it's not that at all, because he's had better matches lately and had good matches with Rusev so far. Look at the WrestleMania match. It wasn't a bad match. But, uh, yeah, this one definitely, definitely missed its mark. It was 13 minutes of boredom in, in this pay-per-view that uh, that I thought, like I said, was the worst match of the night. So, uh, Matt, I'm interested to hear your take on on, on the chain match and, and what you thought about it.
0: I'm not really sure I'm clear on the rules now because I thought, you, you know, once one person hit one corner, like, if another person hit another corner, that canceled out the one that was already hit. Cause normally, you know, you see the finish where, you know, someone's carrying a person, and as they're hitting their light, the person they're carrying hits it as they're being carried past, and that's, you know, kind of how that worked out. Um, So I wasn't really clear on on why all of a sudden the rules changed. Maybe it's the Russian chain rules and we're used to, I don't know, Brahma bull rope rules or whatever. But um, in terms of the match, it's really sluggish. Um, You know, I'm a big Russo fan. Even he just didn't really look into the match. I, I did love the big pop for Lana. Um, I thought that whole part of the match was great, um, her, you know, reacting to the fans chanting for her. Um, and, you know, the rumors are out there that, you know, there's a big program in the works for her, which, you know, count me in, but um, she was the best part of that whole match, and all she did was, you know, smile, wave, and get sent to the locker room. So that's um, it's not really good when two of your top performers are putting but, on such
1: yeah, a that does. A, yeah that tells you all you need to know about that match yeah I'm intrigued to see what they're gonna do with
2: with lana here um yeah the the rules thing was a little bit confusing you know i think to to everybody watching but uh either way cena still you're still the u s champion um diva's match was next it came in the, the shortest match seven minutes eighteen seconds. I still thought it was a good match um Mickey Bello retains uh the 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 women's or excuse me the divas championship this was one of the only matches that the uh that the three of us actually differed on I got it right you two got it wrong which brought me in at uh, 5 and 2 for the the show each of you at uh, 4 and 3 but um and I thought it was a good match it wasn't the best uh divas match uh that that we've seen but definitely definitely one of the better ones again I would have liked to have seen it you know to go a little bit longer but but when you're timing out a show um you know it 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 wasn't to be um but i just you know not much else to say i thought it was a solid match um you know i kind of like the the new look for uh for naomi with the glowing shoes and um you know a whole a whole little little different attitude i think is is very good
3: <clears throat> excuse me yeah the glowing shoes is actually uh uh, a pretty cool pretty cool little trick um i i don't really know what we're doing with this i thought uh, uh i don't i don't want to crap on Nikki Bella but uh you know she's she's held the belt in 159 days now which is pretty impressive It's longer than i thought she was going to hold the belt um i don't think that she's going to keep it longer than AJ Styles or uh, AJ Styles jeez uh AJ Lee uh held the belt i think that was at 295 i think she held it for um, that's where Matt usually comes in handy for me uh, <laughs> to, to, to to stat check me. But uh, you know, looking back, there there was a few you know bounce back between page AJ Lee Page, AJ Lee a bunch of times, um, and, and really little short month two month range. So for Nikki Bella to have the strap over a hundred and uh, what one hundred fifty nine hundred sixty days uh, is pretty impressive right now for Nikki to hold that, that long. So uh, the next pay per view, I'm going to go with Nikki Bella to retain. And that'll be the time that she ends up dropping the belt. But uh, I think it's going to build a pretty good program uh, between Nikki excuse me, and Naomi. And uh, I think they can both carry the Divas division a little bit. Um, but I think we're due um, for, some, for some new blood to be injected in here. And I'm, and I'm really hoping uh, it's Charlotte. I think she just has all the intangibles to take this you know, Divas division and just smack it on its ass. And uh and, and really just uh run with it. And and the the belt can be hers any time because I think she's just a phenomenal talent. Um you know, same thing with Natty. I think Natty deserves a chance here shortly uh to, to run with the belt again. So we'll see where it goes. But uh I was wrong. I assumed we were gonna have uh the Naomi era start and in with her first tenure uh holding the belt, but uh it's not to be yet. So we will uh we'll see uh shortly. With that, old, when that will happen, because I definitely think Naomi will hold the bat. And, that I think that's something that, that you and I could definitely agree on. And, Jim, I think you would agree on this, too, that Naomi has the talent, has the ability to carry the division and carry the belt successfully. Oh, uh, absolutely. It's just it's a matter of when now.
0: Yeah, it can't be far off. I mean, um, no disrespect to Nikki Bella, but, I mean, it's, it just doesn't seem like the fans are really you know engaged with her as the champ. Um, mainly because at this point, I don't even think we're clear on, is she a face? Is she healed? You know, they haven't really made that clear. I guess name to heal. But, I mean, Nikki Bella hasn't really done anything to, to prove herself as a face. And uh, I don't really know that she ever could unless, you know, I think we made the joke earlier, unless she, you know, punches Brie in the face, she's not really going to get over with a crowd anytime soon. So, um, that being said, the, the match was pretty solid um for what it was. The the finish was confusing, but it's good to see Naomi finally move away from the whole funkadactyl character and get, you know, new outfit, new new music that you know, get rid of the pom poms.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Definitely definitely a great thing uh
2: for her there. Um this is the match that uh probably the most buzzed about and, and in my opinion is the one that um, I, I had the most uh, differing opinion from the the greater audience, including the podcast that I listened to, even Chris Jericho's podcast. He had Lance Storm on this week, and um, you know all the podcasts that I listened to had this match as the top match of the night. I had the tag match as the top match of the night. Um, Roman Reigns defeating the Big Show in the Last Man Standing match. Now there was there were some definitely some cool cool spots in this match, but I felt the, the rest of it, the rest of the match getting to those spots just bored the crap out of me. It was 19 minutes, 46 seconds long. Uh, just, you know, what 17 seconds shy of the longest match on the card. Um, so for, for me, the spots were cool. Um, you know, the, what was the spear through the table? Um, the the choke slam over the top through the tables on the outside um you know the, the the you know throwing the the announcer's table covering big show to get the win um you know th- there was cool spots but but overall i don't don't get me wrong both guys putting putting in good work and you know i think reigns is improving but i i'm not seeing i'm not seeing what everybody else sees. Ryan am, I, Ryan, am I wrong here? Like, I mean, the, the spots were cool, but overall, I didn't think it was a, anything special or, or definitely not the match of the night for me.
3: No, Jim, and I think we've all, you know, took some time and, and, and listened to other podcasts, read some things. I read uh, Kenny Herzog's write-up on, on, on Rolling Stone. Um, where he, it, he, he said it was like a thrilling match of the night or something like that. Now, overall, he was, he was quite frankly honest, uh, brutally honest about the rest of the pay-per-view. Um, which is kind of uh lifeless, I think he used it for some of the matches, but uh really praised this match, and it must have been something that I missed too, like i don't know how the both of us can miss it uh that that it just it just didn't do it for me uh there wasn 't a spot in there that we haven 't seen before um we we saw all of, of Roman reigns kind of trademark move a little jump drop kick onto the apron um the spear through the barricade, which we've seen so many times. Uh, and then it's so obvious that it's being set up. Like, I, I hate to say, like, just sidestep at one time and have him miss the guy, and, and, and have him just go through the barricade. But uh, as many times that barricade gets knocked over, you think that they would reinforce it. There's something, you know what I mean? It's just, man, there, there wasn't a spot in there, Jim, we a last man standing and everybody just praises it for the match of the night that I haven't seen before. And I think that's my problem uh, for everybody to just go, you know, apeshit excited over, over this match that, that to me was just lackluster and boring. Um, and again, maybe I'm comparing it to the attitude era matches, you know, and I don't, I don't think blood would have made a difference here. So it's not a blood thing. You could have color and it wouldn't have made the match any better. No. So so it it wasn't that. It just it lacked something. Matt Matt, is is, is Big you and I wrong on this? Uh did you pick up on something that that we both missed?
0: Uh no, I mean we talked right after the show. Um it was hard for me to really I mean, like you said, the the big spots were big and they were cool. Um and Rain certainly is getting better. But it it was hard for me to really get into it when my, I mean, the whole time I was just assuming that the finish was going to be the way the Del Rio Big Show last man standing match ended where Del Rio flipped the table over on Big Show like two, three years ago, I want to say. And, I mean, how else are you going to keep the Big Show down? I think it would have been even better for them to have Reigns, you know, keep Big Show down with his finisher. make one of his finishing moves look strong. You know, cock the fist and that's your knockout punch or something. But, I mean, it was just, it seemed like a recycled, tired match to me and it was hard for me to get really into it. And to, for people to say it was the match of the night is just confusing to me because I thought, if not the tag team that, you know, Bad News Barrett and Neville was the match of the night, I, I wouldn't even have had Big Show reigns in my top three, I don't think.
1: No, I would struggle to put it there. You're absolutely right. Like
3: and again, it's not that I'm trying to crap on Reigns because he is getting better, uh, like Big Jim said. Um, and, and we all know we're big shows that in his career. But but can still put on, I think, a solid match, you know, in the instance. It just it just did nothing nothing for me. Uh yeah, it it, it is, it's just it was just an average match with recycled things. Like you said, Alberto Del Rio, we, we pretty much saw this match before. So it just, ah, Jim, I, so we can't be crazy. We can't. And, and if we are, reach out to us, you know, at three count Thursday, tweet at us. Uh, we're on right now. We're all, we're all on the Twitter um, at three count Thursday. Let us know why we're wrong. Uh, what, what did you like about the match? Where, where, what, what did we miss that made this match so special and make it to match? Maybe it was match of the night because the rest of the card was kind of meh. Maybe that's what it was. but
2: No, like, it can't be put above the New Day match. It can't be put above the Neville match. It it absolutely can't be put above those. You know, so at best, at absolute best, it has to be third. I think the Ziggler-Sheamus match was better. Um, I mean, so again, for me, at best, it's fourth.
3: I mean, truthfully, the steel cage, there was nothing special about that match either.
2: No, no, we'll go over that briefly here. We're already past the end of the first hour. Um, you know, Rollins gets the win. You know, you, you had, you had Kane getting involved, which we knew was going to happen. You know, you had, um, JJ security getting involved. You knew that was going to happen. It was the longest match on the card uh, 21 minutes, two seconds, but, um, you know, really again, nothing to, uh, really nothing to to write home about it. I think I, I was talking to a guy at work about it. Who's a wrestling fan. And I was like. You know, cage matches because of the you know you know where the big spots are going to be. Guys are going to sit up on the top and punch each other. Uh, You're going to have somebody you you know break through the door. Um, It's just not. uh, It's not. I'm tired of the way cage matches are booked anymore. I don't need to see a cage match for a while because you know, or if you're going to have a have one, surprise me and do something different. I mean, I thought the best cage match we've seen in a long time was the one with uh, Jericho and Bray Wyatt last year on a Monday Night Raw. So, um, you know, yeah, if we're missing something, if you want to argue uh, argue against us, again, at 3CountThursday, facebook.com slash 3 Count Thursday, is where you can do that. Um, your guys' thoughts on the, on the end, uh, uh, on the last match, and uh, give us a grade for the show. Uh,
3: I'll give you the grade for the show to start. I'm, I'm going to give it a, a C-minus. Maybe a D plus. It was not a very good show. Um, it was the free show, on on the network. Maybe that had something to do with it. It's your WrestleMania hangover show. Maybe that had something to do with it. Um, so D, uh, a D plus, C minus. I I would give it as your grade. Um, and we we often talk about continuity. And I'm not trying to put the WWE on blast or anything like that, because quite frankly they don't care what what I have to say or what Three Count Thursday has to say. The WWE is far beyond where we are right now, and I get that. But uh, you have two stipulations in your main event match. It's a, it's a steel cage match, so J&J security can interfere, and J&J security interferes. The RKO is banned, and we see two RKOs in the match. Um, so it's just, it, 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 everything goes out the window. I well, that it's well the Kane one
2: RKO match. was on Kane, so that's not really...
3: But it was banned. Right. Like, but there was a whole about
2: if you about go, that. if you have a disqualification and you know a guy goes on the outside and hits a manager with a chair he doesn't get disqualified. So the the RKO on Kane is is like hitting somebody with a steel chair on the outside, hitting a manager with a steel cage on the outside, it doesn't count. But uh yeah, Whatever, I mean, we did see an RKO chair. from Seth
3: Rollins. So uh, <laughs> it was a padded chair, I guess it only works in uh, in some some federations uh i won't, I won't say anything other than that <laughs> but uh I don't know i just i just i had a struggle with the match. The match was long it was over twenty minutes long um and and it felt like it was a long match and it wasn't like an exciting long match either. It was just a long match, so all in all, you had everything together. I was disappointed with kidna Azara losing the belts um there wasn't a match that that blew uh, that blew up, um, other than really the Neville match in my opinion. And Neville's had good matches on Raw, uh, great matches in NXT. So it's something I haven't seen already. So all of that together, I'm I'm gonna give it a D plus. I'm gonna settle on a D plus and I'm gonna stay there. Um, Matt, your take on on the main event, the cage match, and overall ruling, or I'm sorry, overall grade uh, for uh, 2015 Extreme Rules.
0: Um, I was okay with the, the steel cage match. Um, I'm, I'm starting. I'm liking Seth Rollins more and more every week. So um, to see him hit the RKO, even though it was, you know, you could see it coming, it was still pretty cool to see him hit the RKO on Orton and, and get the win. Um, in terms of a grade, uh, man, C minus, I guess. It would be pushing it, but I'll go with the C minus because there were some very good spots on, on this pay-per-view. And, um, when we already expected it to be as bad as, um, I mean, we were predicting a terrible pay-per-view, so I would say it was terrible, but it wasn't great. And I'll grade it on the curve. So we'll give it a C minus.
1: Honestly, for me, it's, it's about where I expected. Um, overall like I
2: said something you know the Neville Barrett match which we didn't know was coming uh, was tremendous the tag team match exceeded expectations I liked the Sheamus match uh, with Ziggler and I even like the Divas match um, you know and of course there was things that, that disappointed so I'd give it I'd just give it an even C um, nothing great nothing terrible uh, and that is that Matt uh, gonna, gonna let you head out here but uh, let everybody know where they can follow you on Twitter.
0: Yep, I'm on Twitter. It's at 3CT, so A, Philly, P-H-I-L-L-Y, and the number 8, so 3CT affiliate. And make sure you're following the 3 Count Thursday Instagram page. Uh, I'm going to have some some pictures up from the LCW show probably this weekend. I'll put those up. As well as our Diva of the Week this week, it's uh, Lena Fanim up and comer in NXT, so uh, make sure you're following us there so you can catch the action.
1: All right, very good, Matt. Uh, ha-
2: have a good night. And uh, we're going to take a quick break here. And on the other side, we're going to talk raw. We're going to talk a little TNA, uh King of the Ring, and a little bit more. Matt, have a good night.
3: Hey, Thank you, Matt. Take it easy, buddy.
2: Welcome back to Three Count Thursday here on NGSCSports.com again, where we never stop. Make sure you check out the website NGSCSports.com for all the all the shows, all the written content, and much much more that is on the site. We're also part of Wrestling WrestlingInformant247.com, a 24-hour a day, seven day a week pro wrestling radio station that you can find at WrestlingInformant247.com, but also uh, at uh, on on the TuneIn Radio app. NGSC sports shows can also be found on Spreaker and iHeartRadio by searching NGSC. We are Three Count Thursday. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at com slash threecountthursday. Ryan, before we get into uh, Raw, again, like last week, I put it out there by any listener questions. We had one. Let me scroll down here in the Twitter and find it. Uh, at From at Tatsheel asks us, do you think Neville should get an immediate push or should WWE go the slow burn route? Um, kind of a difficult question to answer, uh, if you ask me, because, uh, we've seen him come in and, and as we'll talk about later, and uh, I think the, the raw and king of the ring will kind of blend together a little bit, but I, I mean, it's hard to say that Neville is being hard pushed because he's, he's not winning a lot of his matches. He's, he's won two out of six matches, I believe, uh, since his, uh, since his debut, but he was in the finals of the King of the Ring. So um, it seems like they're kind of doing a little bit of both. I mean, if it was up to me, you don't, need to, you don't need to burn this guy straight to the top because, excuse me, he's going to be around for a long time. So get him involved in the U.S. championship picture. Get him involved in the Intercontinental Championship picture. Doesn't have to win the belts right away. But you know we, we've seen Seth Rollins, we've seen Roman reigns you know they've had, they've had a pretty quick rise to the top um, since since coming over and, and especially since the breakup from the shield um, but you have a good lineage you know you know you have a former NXT champion uh, w- with neville a, a guy that's huge over with the crowd. I think you know the the, the growth of the network and the growth of NXT has helped them um, so I think I think you know, not necessarily the slowest of slow burns because of how big the crowd is behind him. But but he doesn't need he doesn't need to be he doesn't need to be put in like a world championship picture right away. You know, and, and I think we're kind of seeing that where he's getting involved with guys that are on the uh, you know kind of upper half of the uh, of the card, uh, and you know he's putting in great work. That's all that matters to me. I don't care if it's a Considered a slow burn or 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 not, as long as as long as I'm seeing good quality matches out of out of these guys, and that's what we're getting out of Neville, I'm fine.
3: Yeah, we're we're at an interesting spot now in in the WWE, Big Jim, where uh, when they bring new talent up to main rosters because of NXT, people are going to already have a following. You know, it's gone are the days where you're kind of in obscurity with Obw, and if you're not really paying attention to, to the the WWE uh, training grounds. Um, if you're not in the Ohio area, um, you're, you're really missing a lot of what's going on down there. And they have to do a lot of work to build you into the main roster. Um, for everything that the WWE is doing right with Neville, they've done wrong with the Ascension. So I think they can look at the Ascension and realize what they screwed up on real, real bad and not do that with Neville. Neville's a hell of a talent. The guy's doing things that, that nobody else is really doing on the main roster. Not that they couldn't, but they're they're not doing. So it's definitely going to set them apart. Just the speed of the matches that Neville's putting on feels like they're a quicker pace, um, more akin to what they were in NXT. So exciting to watch that style wrestling, the NXT style, which is crazy to even say, and, and, and brand NXT kind of its own brand, but it's really what they are. Um, to see that style up on the main roster um, for Raw is, is fantastic. So, whatever they're doing, I, I don't know if it's, if they're rocketing into the top because he's not winning matches, he's not winning titles, um, but they're they're giving him good positions to rub off on really really good main event talent. Um, in a spot like the King of the Ring, I think it's a great rub for Neville. That uh, here's the deal: I don't think you bring back the King of the Ring and give it to Neville, who's only been on the main roster. You know, for four weeks, um, you know, and not that that cheapens what the King of the Ring is, but that's a hell of a, a burden to carry to be Neville on the main roster and, and bring back the King of the Ring after a few-year hiatus. So uh, I think they did everything right with the King of the Ring. I think they're doing Neville really, really good. It's a great question, um, and my answer is, is kind of obscure. It's not, a, it's not a solid answer, but whatever they're doing seems to be working for me. So, yes but no at the same time. Yeah. So, um,
2: yeah, very interesting questions. And, and, and thank you for the question, uh, again, that is at, uh, at Tats Heel. So again, thank you uh, for that question. Ryan, uh, you know, going to go into raw, I want to skip over the King of the Ring stuff on raw, just cause we'll talk about kind of the whole King of the Ring package, uh, then. So, so we'll get to that later. Um, just a few of the highlights because we, because the first segment did run a, a little bit longer, which is, which is totally fine because I don't think it was a great raw, Uh, and I was watching the Washington Capitals game seven. So, um, I, I just kind of watched highlights uh, of raw, uh, more of a reading the raw report this week. So, um, I don't think it was a, a great, great show either way, a biggie versus Tyson, a singles match kind of continuing the new day kid and Cesaro storyline. I think, uh, there, there was some sort. Was it uh, pulling the tights or something? There was some sort of uh, a cheap something that that helped um, Big E and Tyson get the uh, get the win there. Um, or excuse me, Big, Big E get the win uh, with the help of New Day. Um, so you're seeing this. I think you're going to see this continue to play out um, into what I would imagine be the the rematch for the tag team championship at Payback, um, which a lot of times is, is Literally, it's it's it, it's extreme rules times two, which uh, it, it doesn't it is what it is because I, I think that they, they said on the they had the quarterly conference call today that, about the network.
3: Yeah, I saw that. And
2: um, the WWE Network again for new subscribers is free for the month of May.
3: Again, again,
2: again. Let's um, keep giving it away. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know you, they give it away every month. But I still of I still can't get my uh you know we still can't get our thank yous uh for being day one subscribers.
3: I'm so torn on answering that Jim. I agree with you hundred percent. Like, you know, a thank you. Hell give us a free shipping code on uh on the WWE shop. I mean we we buy there all the time. I have now since uh unfortunately to say uh, placed two orders. I think the last time we talked about the WWE shop, um, I kind of went a month and a half on a dry spell and I had placed two orders already, um, since then. But, uh, yeah, dude, I, I agree. they could, they could scratch our backs through something. Um, you know, but, but what they, what they need to do is do things like the King of the Ring and give us those exclusive matches that make it worth our while to, uh, to subscribe to the network. You know, I love the Mick Foley cheap pops thing. Um, Pretty much exactly what we saw live in person when we saw him up in Harrisburg a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and can't really say enough about it. It was a great, great experience. If you get to see him live, go check it out. It's totally worth the money to do. But, uh, you know, things like that is really what I'm interested in. Like, if I want to watch some old wrestling, I can actually look that online. Like, I do a little bit of research, do a little bit of, of finding it. But, you know, I can find some old wrestling, you know, on YouTube or other websites. But, uh, you know... The network. I, I want some of those exclusive things. I'm excited after we after we're done tonight. Um, you know, before I hit before I go to bed, I, I'm going to be watching the Chris Jericho um, interview. So uh, that excites me. Things like that is really what they have to do to keep me interested in the network. Here's the deal: I'm not going to unsubscribe in, in a, for a long, long time. The, the ten dollars a month and what I get out of it is totally worth it, whether or not they they give me a free month or anything like that. But a free shipping code. Hey, we appreciate your your loyalty to us would go a long way as well.
2: Yeah, and and I, again, I I've said it time and time again on this show. I've said it time and time again on on Twitter that I'm not looking for a handout. Sure, the, the 9.99 for everything you get on the WWE Network is more than enough. But when you see, you know, since since January, since Royal Rumble, you know, we're going into the fifth month of the year. Three out of five months have been free for new subscribers. Now, again, you, because I'm pretty sure you don't even have to, and, and Matt, who's still, uh, you know, checking in with us on Twitter, um, I don't know if you know this or Ryan, you know this, I'm pretty sure that you can cancel um, before the end of that month. And you never have to pay for your actual, like, you, you know, the, the, so like if I'm a new subscriber in May or get May for free and I cancel, um, then I'm pretty sure that, that I never get billed for June. So you literally are just getting it for free. You're not even upholding the end of the bargain. And I even read that, that there's people who have canceled the network that, are able to to resubscribe and get it for free. I don't know if it's a glitch or if they, you know, if if you canceled long enough ago that your your email's not in the system anymore. I to if you could create a new email address, I mean, let I to be totally honest about it. I can create I can create ten email addresses tonight before I go to bed.
3: I'll be honest with you, that's it's, it's too much work for me. I'm just going to stay Hey, the right, I mean, like, they have really I'm is. not going
2: to go through the trouble of canceling and resource driving sure, sure, sure. and stuff like
3: that. But uh,
2: when when you're when you're not re- thanking all the fans that that you know bought in day one and have stayed with you now for what is it, 14 months? Um, when the num- when the su- subscription numbers weren't great, but you're just going to keep giving it away to new people. But, but back on track. Um, uh. uh Back to raw, a couple things. Um, we saw Bo Dallas get squashed by Ryback. I hate the way that they have uh, basically killed Bo Dallas. I understand why they had, in a way, why they had Ryback beat Bo Dallas because then you had Bray Wyatt reveal that uh, that he's that, that Ryback's the guy that he's been targeting. Um,
3: Let's but, get this out of the way too. I hate that. Yes, like that's how, how does this guy carry? the entire Undertaker feud into WrestleMania and you thank him by feeding him Ryback. And pardon the pun on the feeding, but how how is that doing Bray Wyatt any sort of justice? Right, and I'm not trying to knock Ryback.
2: But, um, but but he's
3: about as mid-card as they come. Right, he
2: is. He's, he's he's clearly... Look, Bray Wyatt just carried a WrestleMania feud... With the undertaker, by himself, between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, put on a great match on what is reportedly an ankle that was in a cast about three hours before the show, with a guy that wrestles once a year um, that up and that that they didn't even. Because uh, I, I was listening to um, I think it was either Cheap Heat podcast or Sam Roberts podcast, talk to Bray Wyatt, and they like they didn't work with each other or even talk about any parts of the match until the day of. Wow! And it, and it was one of the better matches on on a great WrestleMania card. So you're gonna thank him by giving him Goldberg. I mean, I don't, you know, I say that, you know, you know, kind of tongue in cheek, but I, I, just really think it's, it's a shame. And when you see the way Bray Wyatt gets reactions from the, the internet crowd, you know, I'm not in the arena again, take that with a grain of salt. But a lot of times what I see is how is he the new face of fear when he can't win at WrestleMania? How is he the new face of fear when he loses his biggest views, Which is the stuff we've been saying. So I think like WWE has failed Bray Wyatt. And, and I'm not kidding, Ryan, when I say that the only way to fix this, Bray Wyatt shouldn't lose another match on TV in this calendar year. He has to go on a long run where he has good matches, with all different people, and he does not lose. If they don't do that, I I, I really think that this that this character is done.
3: Ugh, man, I, I hate to even think about that. I really, really do. But Jim, you might be right. Like there, there, there's got to be something fixed here. Um, they they took the family away, the Wyatt family. I, I question that. I don't, I, don't, I still still don't think that was the right time to do that. Um he lost Mania. I don't think that was right. As much as an Undertaker fan I am, as as I am, I don't think it was right. Jim you you might be right. He has to win out for for, for this to to I, I don't know what else they can do. Rebuild the family, the the Wyatt family bring Something, but they new, new members? Something. Finally
2: have a sister Abigail? Something.
3: Do you, do you put Bo Dallas with them? Does that sheepen, does that unfortunately, Bray Wyatt, because of Bo Dallas's current status? is, is, is Can you work it that, that Bo Dallas was, hey, I tried to believe and I tried to be positive, but it didn't work, and my brother, and, and, and play into the real life aspect of it. You know, my brother. You know, it always was with the dark and one, and and then he's had more success than me. I'll be not lately, but he's had more success than me. And and rebuild it with a true brother. Acid. There's plenty to do. I mean, there's so many. Right. Initially,
2: initially, when you first said that, the the first thought in my head was no, no way, can't do it, won't work. But <laughs> but as I'm thinking about it, you know, when when. You you know, even, even when Bo Dallas was losing, you know, some of his thunder initially as like this cheesy, not baby face, but he wasn't a heel when he actually, you know, was, you know, cheap shotting and attacking people, the, you know, people, people booed him. He got like legit heat. So um, maybe you could work out something to put him in the family and, and, I mean, but it's just something has to be done. I, I wish I had the answer on it, and and it's something that um, you know, and and m- you know, maybe I'm underselling Ryback. I mean, in terms of his in-ring ability, because maybe they'll go out at payback and 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 put on a, a really great match. I mean, I know it's not going to be, you know, any type of a high flying match, but they they can tell a story, and maybe maybe they'll surprise us. Um, I mean, Ryback's matches. Have been getting better, so so maybe uh, maybe they'll surprise us. I I, I just don't know. Um, I, I'm hoping. Uh, one of the weirdest uh, things from Raw this past Monday, Ryan, was the was the Adam Rose Fandango. Uh, you had you know they had a match between them, uh, and then Rosa was in the Rosebud.
3: First of all, that was weird enough that that. Adam Rose and Fondango have a match on Raw. Correct. That's weird enough to start. Those two guys wrestling each other on
2: Raw was weird enough. Um, Rosa in the Rosebuds, um, which ended up help helping uh, Adam Rose get the win, and then uh, he was revealed as all part of the plan. And um, I guess I guess Rosa and Adam Rose are a, a hot item on on the TV side now. Um, so, I mean, I guess we're going to be seeing more of Fandango. We're going to be seeing more of Adam Rose, but, um, it's not, it, seemingly it's not going to matter, which I think sucks for Fandango because we know how much I love, love his gimmick and, and love him as a worker, but, um, feuding him with Adam Rose is not going to help his career get any higher.
3: <laughs> sure. Sure. won't. um, Man, and again, we're, we're going to be a dead horse if we keep bringing up you know, his his injury and everything like that, but uh, it's, a, it's a damn shame the guy's got talent. Um, it was a silly gimmick, but I still think the gimmick could get over. The gimmick had gotten over, um, and what a pop he got a couple weeks ago when he reverted back to the music, and that's already seemed to fizzle a little bit, um, and you can credit that to, to being in a feud with Adam Rose, whose, uh, whose ship has unfortunately sailed. Um, hell, even last night on the NXT taping, when Adam Rose was back in NXT, he didn't get the reaction that he used to get when he was in NXT. Um, a few fans were kind of singing along, but as soon as his theme music stopped, it was Hideo chant that that filled the uh, Full Sail arena. So uh, I don't know what to do to fix Adam Rose either. Maybe uh, yeah, flip him back to Leo Kruger or an, an earlier gimmick that he had or something. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of an awkward thing. Uh, yeah, and then there was that, that weird weird kind of Rosa make out sort of thing there in the ring after it is the awkward moment. It really was
2: awkward, awkward. Uh, Ryan, my favorite part of the show, um, was Damian Sandow. How
3: great, how great of a segment was it? Man, I'm so glad we're going to talk about this
2: came out and, and, and just cut a, a, what, what felt like a shoot to be honest, but, um, you know, just talking about his time coming into the WWE, uh, going, you know, saying how, you know, basically how, uh, over the top and, and ridiculous his, his first gimmick was the, you know, the, how I'm better than you, smarter than you, all of that. Um, how it morphed how he morphed into this, you know, playing goofy characters every week, uh, and, and, and came, came to be with, with Mizdow. It was like, you know, but basically he did it all to be, you know, to be just in front of the crowd and, and to impress the people and to entertain the people. And now he's getting a chance to be himself and but you know and, and kinda of do it his way because the people see and know that he is entertaining and to see and know how good he is. Um which is awesome. Which is just awesome. Um, you know, we've been talking about since the beginning of this show three networks ago that how good Damian Sandow is! I lo- I've loved him since day one, and and, and just be, I mean partially because I'm like a heel guy and I love that gimmick, but the work in the ring told the story too. The guy's ridiculously good, and and I really really hope that the fans stay behind him now, and, uh, and he even has new music already ready to go. So it look you know things look good at least in the short term for Damian Sandow.
3: Yeah, I hope so. I hope the WWE finally uh gets a, gets it gets it right with him and, and they get to uh you know, give him his new music, give him a bit of a push and uh really, really hope good things are in the future for Damian Sandow. I loved everything that he's done too. I mean from the uh from the goofy uh ass when he comes out as, as with the coon skin cap and comes out as LeBron James. I think everything is really, really cool about the that moment of him. So the Miz legitimized him, what he was doing with it. So uh Glad he had the run with the Miz. The Miz is, I think, off TV for a bit. Um, if you watch the Chief Pops thing, uh, Mick Foley actually picks on the Miz uh, a little bit. Um, if you've ever saw the Mick Foley show live, he uh, cut a few jokes on uh, Al Snow on the WWE Network. I guess they didn't want to include Al Snow in that, so he cut those jokes on the Miz. So, Jim, uh, you know the jokes I'm talking about. There were yeah. two, two yeah, jokes: yeah, yeah. Uh, an over joke and a uh, and a bum joke. Uh, and, and they were both directed toward the Miz, which uh, which I myself enjoyed. I've never been a huge Miz fan, but uh, awesome to see Sandow on his own. Really, really, just fun interaction that these two guys had. Um, you know, with with Sandow with Curtis Axel. Um, instantly, a few people they had hopped on. You know, maybe maybe put these guys in the tag team. That'd be a lot of fun. It would be a lot of fun. But I really think Sandow deserves a spot in the spotlight by himself, um, and then has the ability to do that. So. Uh, Fun, fun segment on Raw. Good to see Sandow kind of hitting on his own. Great segment. Uh, I even love the whole mocking thing. It was a really, really fun moment. Right, mocking uh, Axel. Axel, right. It's okay to have fun and watch pro wrestling. Like, we're there to be entertained, you know, and and this segment did that for me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I think sometimes things are taken too seriously um, in in the business anymore. So it was good to kind of see. uh, and maybe that's one reason that uh I've enjoyed what the prime time players have been doing since they've uh, since they've reunited. Um because it's fun. And they have a badass T shirt that I'm waiting for to come on the uh the WWE shop. Finally, Ryan, the the end of the show, um you know, we find out what the fans decided, which uh the fans decided what the main event will be at, at payback and that uh that is the it is going to be a triple threat match. Rollins reigns and Orton for the world heavyweight championship.
3: What a shock. We picked the triple threat match. Right. Is it, is it, uh,
2: we didn't. I, I had no part had in that no part of the vote as I, um, like I said, I was watching the hockey game live, so I, I was not part of that live vote. Um, I probably would have, uh, I probably would have picked that because I didn't want to see Reigns versus Rollins, uh, singles match. And we just saw Reigns versus Orton back to back months. So, I probably would have went with a triple threat match. Why not? Um, even though we'll, pro- you know, in, in, in a perfect world, we'll probably have another one like SummerSlam time with all three members of the Shield, um, which I think will be badass. But um, overall, Ryan, like I said, you know, this, this, this Raw show didn't didn't do a lot for me. Um, didn't didn't help for me that that I wasn't watching it live. I'll be totally honest about that. It, that, that. it did not help me in any way. Um, but,
1: uh,
2: you know, it's, it, and I don't, I don't want to sound like cynical. I don't know if that's the right word, but, um, coming off of, of our experience at LCW on Saturday, um, I wasn't hyped about extreme rules. I wasn't hyped about raw. Um, it be because you know you're just watching it on your t v and 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 being in the environment that we were in on saturday um kind of took me out of out of w w e for a couple of days, Cause I was still just floating on that high from saturday,
3: yeah, yeah, you're right i mean I hate to 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 do it this way, but uh the w w e definitely came in second this week to the to the l c w they uh you know far exceed any anything that I could have hoped for uh just, just an awesome again, awesome weekend. Can't say enough about those guys. Uh, in my opinion, it was a subpar raw. Kind of felt lifeless to a lifeless pay per view um, for Extreme Rules. Uh, so, so everything just kind of carried over from Sunday night to Monday night. Um, just definitely wasn't wasn't into it for whatever reason. Uh, it, it came across flat. It didn't really further any sort of storylines that anything furthered. Uh, so, yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, got a little bit excited The King of the Ring was coming back. Uh, other than that, it was it was an okay raw, and, that, and I'll put that in quotes. Like, I air-quoted pretty hardcore when I said okay because it just wasn't anything special.
2: Yeah, and that, um, the ratings were down a little bit, but not too bad. 3.82, 3.85, 3.59, so kind of par for the course.
3: Hey, they're not. They're not bad. They're rings. not bad. I it mean, uh, indicate that it was a piss poor show or anything.
2: No. So you know, coming off, coming off of WrestleMania hangover, um, you know, n- nothing, nothing too bad there. Uh, but King of the Ring, yeah, Ryan, um, kind of came out of nowhere. We saw people tweeting about it Sunday night. Um, we're like, what the hell, King of the Ring? Are they replacing Payback? Are they do? And here they was announced that uh, you know they would have the preliminary rounds on Raw. Um, and it, and it would uh, conclude as a network exclusive on Tuesday night uh, on the WWE network obviously uh where the, the SmackDown tapings were um and, and in the the semifinals it was Sheamus and versus Neville Neville picked up the win R Truth and Bad News Barrett uh Barrett got the win um so you had a you had the how Neville great, How
3: great was that R Truth promo about the the spiders and, and the castle. Did you catch that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, that God, was, cool. it was so funny, man. I laughed my ass off on it. I really did. I don't know why that, that probably was the highlight of the whole thing for me. It really was. That was just so funny to me. Like, again, you can be entertained with pro wrestling. Like it's okay. Dude, our, our truth
2: entertains the hell out of me.
3: He really does. He really, he, really. he does. really does. And, and like, and maybe, like I said,
2: it goes back to he was on Chris Jericho's podcast and and I kind of heard his whole story, and it, it completely changes the game for me. Uh, looking at him, uh, he, he, he's just you know like a like just an awesome dude. It seems like, um, but he's entertained the hell out of me. The whole thing with the the, the ladder match for the, for the Intercontinental Championship and all the stuff he's doing, uh, you know, it, it, it's entertaining. And um, you know, and you had Neville versus Bad News Barrett, you know, another another you know great match between these two guys. Barrett, I think, is absolutely. Um, absolutely, in, in the best shape of his career. We, we, you know, already talked so much about Neville. Um, you know, Ryan, and and, and I know uh, you know you were you were posting pretty actively about this on on Tuesday night on the Facebook page. I had some good interactions about it. Um, Neville did not win. Bad news, Barrett wins. He is your king of the ring. Uh, some people, of, of course, wanted to immediately use that B word that we've talked about on the show here saying, oh, they're burying Neville, uh, and, and, and things like that, which I couldn't be, uh, I couldn't be any further from the truth. You have a guy that, that is one month in to his time on the main roster. He's been with some of the bigger names on the card and now he's in your king of the ring final. I mean, there's guys who are actively on the main event card were on, uh, on the main roster card that weren't even in the tournament. So you put him in the final in a great match. I think it was actually more important as I was thinking about it for Bad News Barrett to win because Neville has his rep from the NXT and he has the rapport with the fans and everybody's behind him right now. Bad News Barrett has been floundering. You know, but, but he, he's he's been on a lo- bit of a road, uh, a losing streak. He's been in a rough patch, and you know this is something that can, you know, if they do it right, can spark him on a little bit of a run and, and 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 set him up for a good year and a good couple of years. Where Neville's already doing that, and Neville's all you know, he's just beginning his main roster career. If Bad News Barrett loses this and falls you know, he could fall into obscurity, and.
3: You know, you never hear from him again, and it'd be a shame because he's a great talent. Yeah, and you're right. I think he is in the best shape that he's been in in a long, long time. Um, I, and again, I think I think the 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 weight of the King of the Ring coming back, and then giving that to Neville to have to carry um, with really who knows what the expectations are of of, of what it is. I mean. You look at some of the people that have won, that have gone on to have great, great careers. I mean, 316 was born. Also, 316 was born because of the King of the Ring. Uh, then you have somebody like, uh, you know, King Mabel, who's kind of a forgettable. King Booker didn't have a great, great run. I mean, really incorporated the whole King thing with his gimmick. But... Uh, didn't never do a lot for Sheamus not really didn't do a lot for Sheamus. You're right, the first time. Um, you know, so... And then Sheamus with the whole Irish... Thing. I mean, it was cool that two... two, two uh, guys from England uh, we're kind of into there. So there, there's a little bit of tie into there with the old King thing, but uh, you know, maybe, maybe Barrett can do something with it and then, uh, you know, kind of put the King of the ring back on the map for, for the future, but uh, no problem. And again, the rub of just having Neville there, excuse me, should be enough to, uh, to not, to not ever use the word buried uh, for him to lose that match. So, so him being there was enough.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: but but I think Ryan too. I think
2: I read today that the WWE is is you know coming up with ideas to do more of these. Uh, whether you know obviously the, you know a lot of them are going to have to be on Tuesday nights because you have the live tapings. Um, but going to do uh, planning to do some more network exclusive type matches, um, which I think is is important. We have the network. We're you know again it's only nine ninety nine, but we're spending that money you know the people that just ha- you know watch it, watch raw on cable or on hulu um you know they're not going out of their way they're not spending extra money on a product so we should get a benefit you know and i I go back to the to the the, the raw the promo code the pre show code um for this wwe shop which they seem to have just forgotten about um because i think i think we should as people who have the network again who have paid our money should get that millions of dollars, millions of dollars. <laughs> you know, we, we should get a benefit. I'm, and I'm not trying to, to say I'm better than anybody, but if I'm paying for a product, it's no different than, you know, you, you, have, you have a bunch of site that, people that have, like, booster sites or Patreon sites that, you know, as you have higher levels of don- donors, they get more benefits whether it's a shirt, whether it's a shout-out on social media, where it's exclusive content to the podcast or the video cast that people do. Guess what? You, you, you pay your money, you should get a benefit. You should get a little bit extra. Get, give me more of a reason to have that product. And, and you know, I, I like the idea of having more of these specials.
3: No, I do, too. I mean, they, they, whatever happens to the main event, I mean I think that was an issue with um the u k maybe Force and sky Sports yeah. or something like that um but that used to be live on a tuesday i I never really cared to watch it I never really did um that's definitely your lower your lower mid card your lower card i guess talent uh unfortunately that's where jack swagger has has been hanging out lately um so some people with definite talent but uh kind of stuck down down there in the the main event in superstar's land but yeah jim i'm I'm all for it again there's plenty of stuff on the network that sells me um you know so 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 having live talent is only a bonus for us um and again, i never I don't really plan on getting rid of it anytime soon i hope I hope it sticks around for a long long time, but um, I would not be any bit upset about more network exclusive content um even even the Rusev match when Rusev picked up the United States championship back from uh did he win it from uh
0: from Jeez. Seamus, mm-hmm. I believe, yeah. yeah,
3: and that was on the network, a network exclusive match. So uh, things like that, that you know, hey, you know, on a, on a month they're not giving it away for free. Hey, you guys need to check this out. Like, if you had the network, you'd have seen this. You can't give that stuff away for free all the time either. So that that, and again, it's not because I'm buying it, but but it's just you know you keep giving it away for free. What what is going to make anybody really want to buy it? Um, you know, I'll just wait and, and use another email address or on buddy's email address, and then we'll catch up on whatever content we missed in the past three months. Um, you know, because honestly, Extreme Rules is not a pay-per-view you had to see. Right. You know, the King of the Ring finals isn't something you absolutely had to see. You could have read about it um, and filled in the blanks along the way. But but these these little uh, you know these little things are definitely just a nice little perk to subscribe to the network and, and I, for one, I'm, I'm all for them and it gives me something to do on a Tuesday night, I guess.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Ryan, really kind of the last thing I have, I'm going to skip a few things, uh, on the, on the agenda is, um, it was announced, uh, a couple days ago that, uh, Billy Corgan founder of the smashing Pumpkins, uh, is going to be joining the TNA creative team, uh, as senior producer, creative, and talent development, uh, effective immediately. Uh, He'll develop characters and storylines for TNA's flagship program, Impact Wrestling, uh, which, of course, airs Friday night at uh, 9 o'clock on Destination America, as well as other TNA programming. Uh, TNA's Dixie Carter said, I've known Billy for years and have always been blown away by his musical artistry as well as his knowledge and understanding of professional wrestling. I, I think he actually, at one time, Ryan had a either worked for or had a promotion of his own. Um, Billy Corgan said, saying I'm humbled and honored by this opportunity. to be Part of TNA is an understatement and a dream come true. What's great is the entire TNA organization stands in full support of my music life with the smashing pumpkins in return. I'm fully committed to using my 30 years of entertainment experience, along with my deep rooted passion for pro wrestling to take on the thrilling challenge of creatively contributing to impact wrestling. Um, you can see more uh TNA's website they have a full press release uh with more with more quotes there um, you know I mean you and I Ryan you know we we watched a couple episodes of impact over the last uh, you know couple months um and and we we've, we've had no issue with the in-ring product the in-ring product that TNA has is 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 very good very strong um and and you know we we talked about how strong their women's division is. We you know we talked about how much we we love the uh, EC3 and some of the other guys up there. But you know I've always said what was lacking is is, is you know the, the the creative side, the storyline side, the promo side, the production side. Um, you know so so maybe having a guy who you know, have a little bit of a different, different outlook. And, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people within the, the, the wrestling business mind that, that have a great mind for the business, Jim Cornette, Jim Ross. There's a lot of people who, um, are praising this hiring. Um, honestly, I don't know a lot about Billy Corgan's history with professional wrestling. So I'm going to kind of have to take it as, you know, what I see when I watch a product. Um, but it definitely, you know, TNA is cashing in on on a time when, you know, WWE has been uh, featured on ESPN a lot, and and I think there's starting to be more eyes on on you know, independent wrestlings and and things like that. So, you know, they're cashing in at a good time by getting a name there, um, and and you know, if it, if it pays off again, success for TNA, success for Ring of Honor. And, and other companies like that is only going to make the business better. And it's probably only going to make the WWE product better. So, uh, you know, I really hope this works out.
3: Yeah, Jim, uh, I mean, corgan has been around for, for some time. Um, I'm, I'm vaguely familiar, lightly, small, uh, very, very small. when I talk about this, um, it was with resistance pro wrestling. Um, I think it's out of Chicago or out of Illinois or something like that. Um, you can do your diligence and then look it up if you want to. It's on Wikipedia, Resistance Pro Wrestling. Um, I know he left the company back in, in November of last year, 2014, uh, that he left the company, but he's been with them since, since the formation in 2011. So the guy has kind of built a a small independent promotion up himself. Um, I just pulled up the Wikipedia page here. Um, it says the, the promotion holds monthly events around the Chicago area. They attract between three and 600 people per event. Okay, so so an independent-sized thing. Um, they're they're headquartered out of Lockport, Illinois, um, and then it does say that Corgan uh, left the company back in uh, 2011. I know their first match thing had some pretty big names. Um, you know that they had Cole Cabana wrestle with them. They had Kevin Steen, um, Generico, Harry Smith, Teddy Hart. Um. So so they had some some pretty big names. If you, if you're an independent wrestling fan at the time. Um, you know, a lot of just in, indie folk kind of cross-promoting everybody. Um, I don't believe they hung on to those wrestlers for for a very, very long time. Uh, I think there was kind of one-offs or, or two-offs, things like that. So, uh, you know, it is, it, is, it is what it is. He left the company. Um, I haven't seen many of their matches to, to really speak to it. So I, I don't want to, uh, to jump to any sort of conclusion of what this will or will not do for TNA. Um, hopefully it does great things for them. Hopefully, we plan to put some back on the map. We will see. Um, I'm not sure how far out they're recording all of their shows, but I know they're heading back to Orlando here shortly. Um, and I'm assuming that's going to be the first set of shows filmed with uh, with Corgan at the helm.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so looking looking forward to that. Absolutely. Uh, the, the only other thing, Ryan, that uh, you know I have, and 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 not going to touch a lot on it because you know I honestly, you know, and I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to sit here and uh, you know, uh, create a smoke screen or anything. Cause I, I don't know a lot about him, but the name Vern Gagne, uh, in the wrestling industry is, is one that, uh, probably everybody's at least heard of. Um, and, and, and a legend in the industry, uh, passed away this week uh, in his nineties. Um, I guess was, uh, had, had dealing with uh, Alzheimer's or dementia. And, um, you know, so, you know, it's sad for the, uh, you know, for the family and the, and the friends and the people in the industry, I know seeing the, the long list of tweets from, from pretty much every wrestler in the business, especially the older guys, Ric Flair and, and Hulk Hogan and that, that generation, but even the younger generation, um, you know, shows you the impact that he had, uh, on, on the business and still has, uh, on the business. Um, you know, so, uh, unfortunate news there. Um, Ryan, really that's all I have, um, if there's any other uh things uh you have thoughts, um birthdays. I know you like to bring a couple of birthdays, um and then we'll uh, then we'll close it up.
3: Yeah, just uh throw my two cents in here on Vern Gagne. I do remember uh you know, growing up as, as a young child at my at my grandfather's house and I was funny I was just talking to my parents about this. Um his name was Paul, um and he has to be the reason that I'm a wrestling fan. Uh, nobody else in my family has ever really been a wrestling fan. Um, but but stories have been told of of me sitting on the couch next to my pop pop and just just intently watching the AWA. Um, so so the the company that was owned and founded by by Vern Gagne. So without Vern Gagne and the AWA, I don't know if I would be sitting here tonight talking pro wrestling or on on our own podcast or uh, you know doing any sort of cross promotion and working with LCW or anything like that. So I feel like. As a young child, my my love of pro wrestling was, was greatly shaped by Vern Gagne, so a huge, huge loss. Um, WWE Hall of Famer uh, Vern Gagne, uh, 89 years old at his passing. Um, back on the 26th of April, April 26th, Kane had celebrated the birthday, so happy birthday, Kane. And then just yesterday, uh, Titus O'Neil turned 38, 38 years old for the one-half of the primetime players, Titus O'Neil. Jim, that's all I really have for you. Not a lot of birthdays this week. It was kind of a, a slow birthday week. I know it always gets a, a good a good reaction on the uh, on the Facebook page, Facebook.com slash recount Thursday when I throw up the birthdays. The only other thing I want to say, and I tweeted out yesterday, was congratulations to Mick Foley on the Cheap Pops special that he had on the WWE Network. Um, fantastic watch. Um, he favorited the tweet, which was awesome. I love that he's you know, interactive like that. Um, we got to see him up in Harrisburg. Uh, I think back in February, maybe um, very, very similar show to, to what the cheap pop show is, but uh, just a blast to watch. Congratulations on him. Um, he said he's writing all new material for a brand new show. So whenever he comes around again, the three count Thursday team definitely going to be hitting the road, checking out his new show. We um, had a blast at the first one. If you get a chance to see it, it's well worth a few bucks that it's going to take for you to go check it out. Um, he hung around. He shook everybody's hand, and 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 signed autographs for anybody that was there. So I can't speak highly enough of what a great time we had with Mick Foley. Congratulations, really, on uh, on getting that to the network. It's a great watch. Give it a chance. Give it a watch. Um, it's not it's not hilarious. It's not a a hilarious stand up skit, um, but but great great stories from a wrestling legend. So if you're a wrestling fan, you're absolutely going to love it. Check out Cheap Pops on the WWE Network for an undisclosed amount of money. <laughs> Yeah, very good, Ryan. Just uh, let everybody know where they can find you on Twitter and uh, about some of the social media stuff we got going. Absolutely. Yeah, you can absolutely you can find me personally. It's at RYN Eagle, at R-Y-N-E-A-G-L-E, E A G L E on Twitter. You can find the show at Three Count Thursday, at, at the number Three Count Thursday, facebook.com slash Three Count Thursday. Also, follow us on Instagram at Three Count Thursday. We do the Diva of the Week. Um, Matt does a great, great job running Diva of the Week. Um, and then we're also going to throw up some pictures that we had from. Uh, from the past LCW show um, up there as well. Uh, so that's all wrestling-themed, uh, but we definitely do a deal of the Week every single week. Um, and that, that gives you a beautiful, beautiful young lady every single day of the week from, from our Instagram page. So at 3CountThursday on Instagram as well. Big Jim, take it away. All
2: right, buddy, again, uh, at 3CountThursday, Twitter, Instagram at Facebook.com slash 3CountThursday. You can find me on Twitter at BigJimSportsFacebook.com Big gym Sports. We do the thir- three-count Thursday each and every week here on NGSEsports.com, 930 to 1130 p.m. on the East Coast. You can podcast it all the time by going to, and that's all the shows on NGSE Sports by going to uh, NGSEsports.com. You can podcast at Spreaker and iHeartRadio by searching NGSE. This show is syndicated on the Wrestling Informant 247.com, 24, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, a rotating schedule of the best the absolute best wrestling podcast on the web today. Also, you can podcast our show directly just by searching three count Thursday. Again, always the number three count Thursday uh, on your, uh, on your podcast store there. Uh, folks, we love doing this. Uh, keep it up. Uh, you know, let, uh, you know, let, let people know about it. Keep spreading the word about the show. Uh, you know, LCW, so many great projects uh, that we're working on right now is just an absolute blast. Uh, Folks, have a safe week. Have a good week. Uh, We'll talk to you next, uh, next time here on Three Count Thursday. As always, go for the pin.